0: Twenty-seven S, band the, the future's rock and roll. Welcome to Donkeyni, episode twenty-five. On today's show, Stephanie speaks of being forced to join a sorority, Simone questions ABC Family airing movies with prostitutes, and creepy daddy-daughter dates are explained. And now, here are your hosts, Simone Turkington and Stephanie Drury!
1: Hello Stephanie, how are you, Dong? I'm Dong very well. How are you, Dong Simone? I'm dong great i am delighted to uh, announce the winner of our potato salad contest from a previous episode uh, the winners are marilyn heidecker and crystal from hawaii so uh, i'm very thank you for taking the time to count the amount of times i said potato salad in that episode and you will be <laughs> receiving a prize very soon <sighs>
2: What's the prize? I don't even know what it is.
1: I don't know yet, but I'll find something. (laughs) Awesome. And I'll tell people what the prize was, which may be an incentive to enter future contests. So thank you for all who uh, entered. Or not. (laughs) Yeah, perhaps not. I think fans of our show would be fans of the, the kind of item I would choose for a prize totally
2: would. <laughs> one they time I had,
1: to, I had to orchestrate a workplace like motivational game Because we had to sell this one thing in our job And the month it was my turn I created this board game And if you got to a certain point you got to get a prize And mm-hmm. some of the prizes were like styrofoam pieces of bread That just were like fake bread <laughs> Oh my god! And so, and this one girl had no sense of humor, and she reached into the box and got a loaf of bread, and she was not happy.
2: <laughs> oh, that reminds me of this time. It's been like ten years now, but these all these girls asked me to this Christmas white elephant gift exchange, and we went to like this cute restaurant downtown, and what we were supposed to bring like a beauty gift, like you know, a like a gift. steel, like a yeah, like like a steel and Nordstrom compact, or you know, like something kind of. You know Nordstromy, right? Right. But right. I was being funny. Like I thought it would be funny to take a box of Afro Sheen, which is like this,
1: <laughs> this hair stuff <laughs> for black people. Wow. So we're, we're at this were like. Were there LA any black tube. people in the in the in the pool of people? No, of course
2: not. There <laughs> <laughs> are a bunch of crackers. There might have been a couple Asians, but uh-huh. they have really straight hair, right? So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So we're opening the gifts and I'm like, "Oh shit. Oh shit. Oh shit." And there's like really nice bubble bath and like Chanel stuff and I'm like, "Oh no. Someone's going to be <laughs> so mad." And this the one girl, I remember her name was Brynn, when she opened it, she goes, "I love it." <laughs> I'm like, "I'm sorry. I feel bad. I was just making a joke. I'll trade you." So I I went like Do you think she was just trying really trying home. really
1: hard to be polite?
2: Yeah. And she and was, it was also totally on that she would well, she was kind of joking too. Like I
1: hate it, you know. Right, right,
2: right. <laughs> Which was cool.
1: <laughs> Speaking of um of black people, today I was watching Mori for Ten minutes while I was eating my lunch because I'm on on vacation from work and the paternity test was this black woman had twins with a a black man but she was saying he was the father and as usual he was saying no I'm not Mm. and his reason that he thought he wasn't the father was he said well she got pregnant she was working at a taco restaurant I think it's biracial (laughs) oh my god (laughs) Oh my god! God. Yeah, they need to sterilize these people. (laughs) Just out the gate, I know. As soon as they leave the studio, they should be sterilized. Oh my god! Um, Now, Stephanie, tell me about your Christmas. Christmas was started out great.
2: I mean, it was great, but the power went out at noon and totally ruined all my elaborate plans for cooking and watching Mad Men all (laughs) afternoon. (laughs) And our friends Don and DW came over, and they got there right as the power went out, which was pretty hilarious.
1: Uh Uh-huh.
2: So anyway, um, we decided... We just hung out, and the kids were actually super hilarious and did little skits for us. And um, they did that thing where you put on a sweatshirt like they put on a sweatshirt together and lolly was behind judah and um oh, you know right. and we're asking questions like what do you do to get up in the morning and he's like well i brush my teeth and then her arms you know do the oh, teeth yeah. brush <laughs> the teeth he's like then i comb my hair so she's you know, smoothing his hair over and smacking his face kind of on, on purpose <laughs> you know while she's doing it. so towards the end he's she started pulling down his pants and ah! um and he goes why am i doing this i hate myself <laughs> Oh my god, we were dying. She almost got him off too. We're like, okay, that's it, yay!
1: (laughs) That was really fun. That's
2: a wrap. (laughs) Let's go for a walk. So we went on this walk, which was weird because it's you know right around the solstice, so it gets dark at like three thirty up here in Seattle. Uh uh, Well, maybe not quite that early. Like it's pretty dark by four thirty though. So. We went on a walk, and the whole <laughs> zip code, all the electricity was out, and it totally felt like that um, Cormac McCarthy book, The Road. Do you remember when that movie came out as a movie, too? I, I haven't to seen like, it,
1: but it's on my to-read list.
2: Yeah, well, I tried to read it, and it was super depressing. I mean, don't don't let that stop you, but um,
1: no, well, it was just... and
2: and the movie I mean the movie you know it's post apocalyptic and there's no power anywhere and that's what it felt like because we're trying to walk the dog because we're dog sitting and we're going through this parking lot and there's a McDonald's across the street and a Starbucks on the other side of the street and they're both completely dark and that never happens you know in America (laughs)
0: so it was really (laughs) really
2: (laughs) trippy I was getting a little worried, so. Um, but then we drove downtown, and GW and Dawn live in this amazing loft right down by the Space Needle. Or, uh-huh. no, more like by the stadium. So um, we went up there, and it's all exposed brick, you know? And it's, like, what you think nice. of that you're going to move into, like, after you graduate college, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, the really super high ceilings and and all that. And they made us the um, this sipping chocolate, like, hot chocolate that's, like that you're just supposed to you know like sipping tequila oh because like it's, it's like super
1: it, thick yes yes and
2: i died it was so good it was from trader joe's or something and so they made us that and i had made homemade marshmallows and so we kind of had a party with those and then we walked to chinatown and all the chinese restaurants were open because everyone's buddhist and they don't celebrate christmas and they know they're gonna get a lot yeah. of business so we <laughs> went there and had that most amazing cheapest chinese food you know so um then we came back home it was like nine o'clock by then the power was back on and we watched this movie called gentlemen broncos Uh which was super hilarious and trippy and it has jermaine from fly the Conquers in it and uh, it's made by the napoleon (laughs) (laughs) and it's made by the napoleon dynamite people i
1: I hate that movie oh i love (laughs) i'm so not
2: watching this movie oh it's so (laughs) funny Listener, watch this movie and give us your honest opinion. It's okay if you don't like it. (laughs) (laughs) So so that was it. And then we just passed out on the couch. So that was that. But how was your Christmas?
1: uh, Mine was we drove down to San Diego to spend it with the family and drove back up uh, the same day. Uh, On the way, we left kind of late because I... We had a late night the night before because uh, Greg did a show, so we didn't get to bed till three. So we left the house and we had nothing to eat. So my Christmas lunch was del taco. <laughs> oh,
2: nice! That's really yeah.
1: good. <laughs> and I was so hungry and hungover that it was it was the best Christmas oh, the lunch perfect. I've ever had.
0: <laughs> no, it was the perfect, that good, time but ever. I, I
1: really needed it. And yeah, and we had a nice risotto for dinner that Greg's sister made and oh, it, was, uh, it yeah. was and she oh and she made this amazing chocolate banana uh, pie that was incredible. So Oh
2: my gosh. Yeah, and it was like all vegan and sort of everything.
1: Yeah, it was all vegan, gluten-free and amazing cuz it was not short on sugar. That's for fucking sure. So, yeah. <laughs> So that was good. And for my present, I, I got a Kindle. And I was totally against Kindles when they first came out. I'm like, I just want to read real books. <laughs> but after taking, I remember that. Yeah. But after taking multiple books on trips and just lugging them around, one time I took three books on an eight-day trip because I had these this romanticized <laughs> idea oh, no. of how much reading I was going to do. So I thought, with things like that, I need to just have a lot of books in a very small, compact thing. So. So I've been reading my Kindle, but the book that I was reading before I got the Kindle, I'm not finished, and it's mm-hmm. an actual book, and I don't want to pay $10 to get the e-book version of it, so now I'm reading uh-huh. a different book, because I don't feel like I should be reading a real book when you just got a brand new Kindle, so that has to sit on the side. <laughs> Time's That's such are a tough. conundrum. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's such a 2011 problem. I know, it <laughs> so
1: is. I got this real book, and then I have like an e book. It's like, I just don't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's the book that you're reading? Uh, The book I'm reading now is called um, For the Term of His Natural Life, which is about a convict being shipped over from England to Australia in the 1800s. So I actually know so little about Australian history compared to American history that it's kind of embarrassing. So my friend gave me a bunch of historical books and that was one of them. So I'd actually seen some of the miniseries of this when I was in school, but now I'm reading the book and quite enjoying it
2: oh so is it like a true account or is it kind of no no it's it's, fiction
1: it's fiction fiction, but yeah it's historical fiction so nice yes so it's quite good so far uh now just before i just minutes before we started recording i saw a tweet and it informed me that screening on abc family is pretty woman (laughs) What do you think oh, of my. that? Because
2: On ABC Family, huh? On ABC
1: Family. So you have children. I think a movie with a prostitute is immediately not family viewing. What do you yeah. think of that as a parent? I mean, the movie's yeah. pretty harmless in its overall sure. thing. So, but I don't have kids in this day and age. So it, it shocked me. But what do you think? Um, yeah, I,
2: they have some stuff kind of like that on there anyway. So but that, well, that mean, doesn't make it right. That doesn't know and especially yeah. I yeah. I I'm pretty old fashioned about some stuff. Believe it or not and I don't like that. They yeah. That I would not want my 9-year-old even to know what that was about basically. Right. So. <clears throat> I I mean I very I'm so into trying to preserve their childhood as long as I can cuz there's so much pressure to you know, sexualized kids, whatever. Like, I I even yeah. hate that they know the word "sexy," and I really? told them I'm like, yeah, I don't. For some reason, I'm like, you guys, you can't call it, go around calling things sexy because that's a grown-up word. Like, I've actually that's kind of my stance on it. Because, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, for a kid to say, oh, that's you know, and it's in songs and everything, and and I get yeah. it, and that's not a big deal. But I'm like, no, that's that's a grown-up word. Like, it's not a bad word, but it's a grown-up word. So, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I pretty woman's good if they could just take all the hooker parts out like the rest of it is. yeah
1: well when i first saw it i can't remember exactly how old i was but my but my sister was younger than me and she managed to get through the whole movie without really understanding what julia roberts did for a living so whoa really well she was young so okay i think she was maybe 10 so she didn't she didn't understand she didn't I, I don't know what she thought, but she didn't really know what she was doing. So mm-hmm. they don't really show anything graphic in it. Oh, they, wait, no, That's there's right. like that blowjob scene. Yeah,
2: <laughs> I remember that blowjob scene. But what's funny about that scene is that he doesn't look happy during it. He looks like he's distracted and, like, confused.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? That's the problem with it. It's giving kids the wrong message about what happens when they give someone a blowjob. <laughs>
2: Well, sometimes that does happen, actually. (laughs) (laughs) Not to the person getting it.
1: But yeah, so, well, I'm glad we agree that that is not family viewing. (laughs) I saw something else advertised there. I can't remember what it was, but I'm like, I cannot believe this is on fucking ABC Family. Because you'd like to think something called ABC Family would be a safe haven that you you could just have your remote stuck on that and not worry about it.
2: I know, like, I was watching like whatever channel Nick at Night, whatever channel turns into Nick at Night. Uh I was watching that the other day, and they were announcing, like, a big run of Leave it to Beaver, and they showed a clip of June going, um, Ward, just because you've had a bad day is no reason to take it out on the beaver. (laughs) And they they go, careful, June, let's keep it clean around here. <laughs> but I was kind of like, oh my god, like that's fine for my kids to see that, but it's just funny. But oh. see, that's
1: the thing. There's so many things that you see when you're a kid like that, and you just remember it and you, you don't get it at all. And then you get older yeah. and see it again, and you're like, oh, that was so perverse. <laughs> I love those the, the, the adult revelations of things you knew as well as a kid. They happen often. So, like totally. in Ghostbusters, in Ghostbusters, when. Um, when that first librarian, you know, spooked by the ghost and they come yeah. to check her out, and Venkman says to her, Are you Alice menstruating right now? But I didn't know what menstruating was. So I thought mm-hmm. he was saying, Are you Alice menstruating? Like that was her last name. Her and he name. was just, uh, yeah, and that, like he was asking <laughs> to see if she was herself. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh. so I just had no idea. You, you just kind of make sense of it with what you know as a kid. That's so.
2: funny. Yeah, I remember that line from then and being like, Oh. <gasps>
1: <laughs> oh, see, I was seven, you were ten. Big difference. Yeah, I, was all it was. I totally was. <laughs> but actually, remember. that confused me for years because we had it on video and I didn't know what it was for years. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Now, Stephanie, this has come up a few times just briefly in our podcast and also when you appeared on the Grapes of Rad podcast recently. Now, you said that your mother forced you to be in a sorority. Could you share more about that, please?
2: Yeah, that was kind of nuts. Like, at the time, I really didn't want to do it. And they really wanted me to do it. Um, because my mom is kind of, you know, she's just very Southern Belle. And wanted really wanted me to do this. And it's so expensive to be in it. And she was, like, so willing to pay for it. And, wow. And she said, just one it? semester. Yeah, you have to pay, like, $300 dues a month. I mean, this was, like you know wow. however long ago in 93 or something it's really really dumb actually and i didn't even live in the house i lived in uh-huh. the dorm so so
1: it's way more if you live in the dorm
2: it's not more i think everyone just pays the same i don't know how how it worked but um there's i went to this college that had a ton of sororities fraternities university of arkansas and you know rush was a really big deal rush week like when you try to be in these certain stories whatever yeah so um i ended up you know i ended up being in kappa delta and my friend ann redfern was in it and we had been friends since third grade and she was super freaking cool and um she drove this jeep without any doors and i'm like okay well that's not like a total sorority car so i'll be in yeah (laughs) (laughs) so we did that and um I just remember going to these, you had to go to all these meetings and I, I remember like I was watching Beavis and Butthead, which was new, you know, Uh at the time, like it had just started coming out and, um, they were like, don't, why are you watching this? This isn't, you know, they're like really prissy pretty much, you know, they're, they're Southern girls who got manicures like twice a week and, yeah. And I'm down with that, but, um, we just didn't really gel. And, and so after my semester was up, we, I got out of there, so so yeah, I would um we would have these meetings where we had to wear all white, white. <laughs> <laughs> and we, And everyone would do skits about, about what giant sluts all the other houses were. <laughs> 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 and they would sing like about the Kai they were called the Kayos, and they'd sing Kaiho kaiho it's off to bed i go with an sae on top of me and a sigma Kai between my thighs i paid my buck i want my fuck kaiho kaiho <gasps> kaiho kaiho so it was <laughs> which those are all fraternity names whatever so yeah yeah it was all these really raunchy things you know all under the guise of being like totally ladylike and if you drank then it had to be out of a cup so people wouldn't know that you were drinking because it's not ladylike and if you smoked you had to be sitting down with your legs crossed and the ash pointed towards heaven. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's insane.
2: Yeah, because I guess it's like wow. really trashy just to smoke outside, you know, uh, not under a roof, like that sort of thing. So well, there is
1: a classy way to smoke and a trashy way to smoke, I guess. I'm, it's yeah,
2: a Gosh, you couldn't a, wear a use a cigarette oh, holder. A,
1: <laughs> you're in you're in business.
2: <laughs> yeah. I'm, they even had a rule about wearing baseball hats where you had to like make you know your hair like be a ponytail through the back of a hat it couldn't just like be on your head <laughs> wow because that looked trashy so I was in it for exactly one semester and then I got out
1: and what was your overall feeling of it was it, were you like I hate this I want to get out or were you just yeah like, eh, I'm done with that
2: no I couldn't wait I really couldn't wait and we had to go to these functions like which were all at bars and they were all with fraternity guys and they would all get really drunk and then you know I didn't drink at all at the time and so Uh I would drive them home and they would all try to kiss me and it was disgusting and I would never kiss any of them and I'm just like I get out and yeah.
1: It, so a are, are, are frat boys as bad as, as T V makes them out to be because we don't have any of that yeah. stupidity in Australia, so we only have it from T V. <laughs> and so when you're talking about these frat boys, I just picture Steve Sanders from Mino Two One O and his disgusting yeah, yeah. keg keg frat friends.
2: Yeah, Ugh. they were pretty much exactly like that. <laughs> I didn't I don't think I knew any cool frat guys at all. And so.
1: what how, how did your mother react when you decided to leave?
2: I think she was disappointed but not surprised
1: <laughs> yeah. Of course not yeah, I can't believe you were even in it to begin with It's so hilarious I should find <laughs> a
2: picture or something I had really big hair and Yeah, <laughs> I did
1: Oh man Now Stephanie, last week you reported to me That you saw some deaf people Arguing in sign language Would you like to <laughs> share the story please? yeah i was
2: walking down the hall towards the lobby of this building and i saw these people just like waving their hands around but they were doing it really like deliberately and i'm like what is going on i was wondering if they're schizophrenic or something and then i realized i was getting closer it was a woman yelling at a man in sign language and um they both had like big hearing aids on their ears so um that's how i knew for sure And it was exactly like watching a regular, you know, a talking, hearing couple fight. And you could tell that the woman was just so pissed at his, like, passivity. (laughs) (laughs) And he was just kind
1: of checking out and being like, blah, 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 with his hands kind of... (laughs) I love that you can see passive aggression in sign language. Just being all like, gentle, tap, 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 tap. And (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Passive aggression
2: knows no hearing barriers. <laughs> That's so great. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to get video, of course, but just that couldn't. That would
1: have been the best.
2: That would have been the money shot. Uh,
1: now, I guess I should just share the story that I told you. I think in the same phone conversation, which was that my friend Lisa re- recently got a dog, and the dog mm-hmm. is deaf. And she told me the dog's name. And a few weeks went by and I went back over and I tried to remember the dog's name. And I thought, oh, I think it's Bianca. But that can't be right because my friend, when I was in school, had a blind dog that was named Bianca. So I said to Lisa, what's your dog's name? I keep thinking it's Bianca, but my friend had a blind dog named Bianca. And she goes, no, it's Bianca. So I have known... (laughs) a blind dog and a deaf dog both named Bianca (laughs) how does that happen? I don't know it's pretty insane but is that like
2: (laughs) is that a popular dog name in Australia?
1: well no because Lisa lives in LA and and Rachel uh, (laughs) was from Australia when I was a teenager (laughs) so yeah Bianca popular for dogs who uh, assume to have deafness or blindness (laughs) for disabled dogs wow
2: that should be in the Guinness book or something it really should maybe I'll
1: collect more and then I'll make it to the book (laughs) maybe a legless dog named (laughs) Bianca (laughs) that's what's next or one without a sense of smell that walks around looking lost all the time (laughs) Before I go any further, I have to mention that we now have a voicemail. Yay! It's so exciting. Our voicemail, if you would like to, listen, if you would like to leave us a voicemail, just tell us a story, leave us a comment, whatever you like. Our voicemail is (laughs) (laughs) 1323-301-DONG. So that translates to 1323-301-3664. So please leave us a message. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, now, Steffi, during the week, you were retweeting people who were tweeting about <laughs> daddy-daughter dates. And I had never, ever, ever heard of this before. I don't know if you'd written a post about it before, but I hadn't read it if you had. What is with daddy-daughter dates? It sounds fucking disgusting. To yeah, me.
2: it's this whole American Christian evangelical thing about dating your daughter. <laughs> and I swear that they don't think it's sexual at all. They they uh, just really don't. But <clears throat> they talk about daddy-daughter dates and um, like it's it's the big kind of evangelical movements that talk about it a lot, like the Mark Driscoll Church, um, you know Mars Hill, and and those types of things. They'll uh-huh. they tweet like crazy, like oh, I'm gonna have a daddy daughter date, yay! Yeah. It's just just the two of us. I love I have two beautiful girls, you know, like my wife and my daughter. Yay, daddy daughter date, and it's just oh. something something a little skeevy about that so
1: yeah is it skeevy though if they don't (laughs) see it that way because i don't see how you can take a word like date which is reserved for people who are seeing each other with the means to eventually copulate (laughs) like that's usually what a date is leading to so why would you take that word and attribute it to a father and daughter i don't understand it at all when did that happen how long has this been popular well, you know,
2: Mark Driscoll um, said last week, he tweeted, okay, I should find the exact tweet, but he tweeted something to the effect of, hey, dads, do you not like the loser that your daughter is dating? Kick him to the curb and take her out instead.
1: Yeah. See, and that's so, like, exactly, they're admitting that you- people uh, retweeted it. Oh, because it's, they're admitting your, initially, your daughter's initially dating a guy that she may marry. So, yeah, kick him out and you take her out instead so fucking weird i had no idea about that but
2: I so i retweeted it horrified. it's disgusting and i retweeted mark driscoll's tweet as fake driscoll and i was like yeah kick kick him to the ter- curb and take um, her out instead my father-in-law wishes i that he had
1: yeah. <laughs> i saw that it was so Ugh. perfect uh, got him on that. i hope you i hope he saw that i I'm do am sure his people are watching hey mark hey marcel Hi, mark. thanks for listening what's up we're big fans of your church. It's a lot of fun for our podcast. Thank you. Thank you very much. We love what you're doing. Uh, now to uh, close out, I guess the last thing we're going to do, you're going to share some accounts from our friends uh, Christmas.
2: Okay, so I got this special email about Christmas from my good friend who prefers to remain anonymous. And she says, here are two stories to thrill your dreams. First, a funny dad story. I was in the kitchen with my mom and grandma when suddenly in the hall there arose such a clatter we had to go see what was the matter. Well, the matter was that dad had been removing his sweatshirt and had pulled it up over his face while he walked towards the bedroom. So he was flailing around blindly, struggling towards the doorway when he crashed into the wall where all the family photos are hung, disrupting all of them and sending Jamie's homemade It's Super Parents artwork circa 1988 smashing to the floor. The frame... The frame broke and glass shattered everywhere. My dad stood there dismayed, staring at the mess, looking so disappointed in himself. Now, a horrifying grandma story. She torment she tormented us all day Christmas Eve in her usual ways. And then she went to Cousin Jeffrey's on Christmas Day. So my mom got a recap, and it turns out Grandma bought her daughter-in-law a used Victoria's Secret Nighty from Value Village as a Christmas gift. Oh! And if that weren't gross enough, when she opened it, Grandma told her she needed to put that on tonight and open up a bottle of champagne. Oh, no, Grandma, no.
1: (laughs) Not okay. Uh, That's the end. Wow. Wow. That's so awesome, but, well, thank thank you for sharing those. That story about the dad walking around with his sweater stuck up over his head and flailing around reminded me of when I was a kid, my dad used to heat out clothes on the central heating ducts that were on the floor. So my dad used to tuck his over it and like just sort of stick it just under it so he could just leave it there and it would completely fill up the legs. So one day he did that and he hid in the bathroom and called, Simone, help me. I've fallen in! And I went, ah! and I screamed and went out looking for my mom because I thought my dad had fallen in. <laughs> in the heating pen. Yeah, I thought he was half stuck in the heating pen because his legs were there! But I like it, figure. <laughs> those were his pants! I knew them well! <laughs> but yeah. So. <laughs> Well, thank you all for listening. Uh, Be sure to listen to Dongtini.com for any supplementary material for this episode. And you can also check us out there for any social media gig ads and dudits. Um, Or you can leave us a comment if you like. So uh, until next time. Bye, Stephanie. Bye, Simone.